0: Hello, welcome to Game Dev London. I'm Chris Payne, and uh, with me today uh, I have uh, co host uh, Stuart Deville. Hi, Stuart.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Uh, do you want to give us a quick bit of background?
1: Big bit of background. Uh, I'm Stuart Deville, as was just said, funnily enough, uh, and I am one of the co founders of Game Dev London. Um, and that's all you really need
2: to know about me, actually.
0: Fair enough. Uh, and our guest, uh, Tom Bradstreet of Into Games. Hi, Tom.
2: Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's lovely to be here. Um, I'm Tom. I'm with Into Games. I'm the community manager. I have a background in uh, games narrative development.
0: Awesome. So today is a um, this is a special two part podcast. Uh, we have been given uh, a challenge by the Nice Games Club uh, podcast. They've given us, uh, where Nice Game Devs talk gaming game development, they have given us a uh, prompt video, uh, which we're going to watch in a moment. uh, And then we're going to build a game based on that prompt. Uh, It's going to be a board game because video games take more than an hour. Um, But uh, let's take a look at uh, the Nice Games Club's prompt, and we'll be back in a moment.
3: Camera's up there.
0: Yep.
4: Mm -hmm. Hi, Game Dev London. We're Ellen, Stephen, and Mark. Uh, the host of Nice Games Club, a game development podcast from Minneapolis. From time to time, we do what we call a Nice Games Jam. It's a format where we're given a prompt, and then we have to try to come up with a complete game that our audience can play by the end of the episode. Adam contacted us because he thought it might be a good idea for Game Dev London, and we agreed. So, we're here to provide your prompt. Ta-da! ta so, <laughs> <laughs> But before we do that, uh, what makes a Nice Games Jam? That That is a good question. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's implied. I mean, other, other than the yeah. constrained time period. Yeah, right. Which I mean, is
3: important. Very constrained. You only
4: have an hour is what we say every time we do this, and sometimes we go over. But, you know, who's counting? We say it till the end of the episode. Right? Oh, yeah. So, good point. And that usually is about an hour. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, and sometimes we do feel, like, when it's, like, 50 minutes in... We're like, okay, we, uh, so we try to wrap up a little yeah, bit yeah, um, but that's also part of it is it's we try to get a complete game, right yeah, and we have a pretty good track record, we do, but we always make sure we tell ourselves part of the rules is that we can fail <laughs>
3: yeah, you're trying to get a complete game and you can fail uh-huh. and um yep, really try for that complete game. <laughs> not a lot of an hour is not a lot of time i think that's i think that's the other thing is you gotta you gotta really like you gotta maybe assign someone to be someone not who's who's not just contributing to the game but they also have to have some of their brain cells dedicated towards watching the clock right yeah Um, ellen
4: you say that because for us you're that person yeah
3: yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I, I don't know where it went, but I had this amazing thing called a time timer, and it had this big red circle that got smaller and smaller. Oh, it was smaller. Incre-
4: intimidating and it was very, good. very functional, very valuable job. Really good for
3: a nice game. Team. Yeah, but you need some you need something like that because that time pressure is key. So, Stephen, d- during the course
4: of the hour episode, yes. we, we break it up a little bit to try yeah. to make things work. Well,
3: right, right, right. We always we try to play
4: test it in the beginning of the thing because you know we're game devs and we like play testing things. That's yeah. not accurate sometimes, <laughs> but we, it's we know Im- we should. But it's important yeah. to the process. So we try to make sure to play test games. Yeah, you can't just write down rules for 59 minutes yeah. and say that this probably works. Uh-huh. You got to make sure you got enough time to actually try it. And you know what's really fun about it is you get to iterate a few times, and that's nice. Yeah. Just because iteration is fun. But what that does is that, just like a game jam of any length, mm-hmm. uh, because game jams are not two years long, <laughs> Yeah. Um, it really brings the scope down. Yeah. yeah. It forces you, and that's what we found really valuable about it is to just like, this is this simplest version of this idea that's going to be fun or this is missing pieces but we got to try to see if this part works and it's a it's a thrilling challenge mm-hmm.
3: I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
4: Exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's enough preamble. Let's right, so right, right. actually give them the prompt. Yeah. Okay. Ellen. Steven. Well I wasn't supposed Was I supposed to do- so what we've done is instead of coming with a brand new prompt for you, because that is not our job, no. frankly, we've never done that, um, we went back to the very first prompt that we did when we first did a first uh, our Nice Games Jam. And um, we've done a dozen of these, or over a dozen, and sometimes the rules are complicated, sometimes mm-hmm. they're really simple, sometimes we ignore the prompt, or we <laughs> find that after the hour is over, we have ignored it and didn't even realize it, yeah. it evolves. That's and sad. that is all options for uh, our players today as well, mm-hmm. um, but the first one I thought was really good, and what's exciting about it is it gives us the opportunity to see what else can come from that one idea. Yeah. And so the prompt is a real-time card game, like Egyptian. Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Where I remember when we did it, it was we were like, how do we do this in a way that's not annoying like that game is? Yeah. But if you like that part, <laughs> yeah. of it, go for it. I
3: definitely I remember playing that a lot, like in high school, and also with my sister. Yeah. And those are you want to hit your friends. Yeah. And your sister.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, it's true. I don't so do if, anymore. But in high school, it was like you
4: to Does that this you not wanting to hit your siblings that, that go away after a while? It, I,
3: I it did for maybe she still wants maybe she wants to hit me, but I don't want to hit her. I haven't anymore.
4: lost that temptation, is what I'm trying to yeah.
3: say. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, so
4: you'll find your own inspiration, <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> and uh, we're really excited to see where it ends <laughs> up and what you develop and. We're going to find out soon because you don't have a lot of time, so... Uh, Go for it. Get back.
0: Thank you, Ellen, Stephen, and Mark. Uh, That's a really interesting prompt. So, um, Tom, do you want to start a clock? We'll give ourselves an hour.
2: Sure, yeah. Um, One hour timer. I should probably look oh, looked that up beforehand. And the clock has started. Oh, it started instantly. Oh, I was going to do like a three, two, one, 1, but uh, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're to going. 3, 321 go. Okay. go, quick, okay.
0: quick. <laughs> I have, um, I'm aware of a real-time dice game, uh, which is interesting, called Escape the Temple, in which everybody has their own set of dice and you just like roll them as fast as you can. And when you get particular results, then you can move your counter on the, on the board. Um, uh, so I'm just wondering if, well way-
1: first things first, uh and excuse my ignorance, what is a real time card game?
0: Oh, so uh traditionally uh card games are all about taking turns. Um uh and whether it's a like a classic uh card game like like rummy or whist or poker or something or if it's um uh, um something like uh, munchkin or um various other um more sophisticated um I say sophisticated, more complicated card games. Um, they all involve taking turns, really, because um, the problems that you you face is like what if people are fighting each other to draw uh, and stuff like that. So but the nature um, of
2: an advancement in a card game is like one person does that, one person does that. Yeah, so this yeah. is I I think of a, of a I guess non-turn based games as like the opposite of Pokemon. I guess just kind of free. So free real
1: real time is non-turn based.
2: Free, yeah. Real time yeah. is not yeah. Pokemon. Would that be like Snap?
0: Um, Ooh. Ooh, that's the hard still one. Still kind of turns, turn-based. right? Yeah,
2: because um, you're you're going fast, but you're still taking turns. Like might... you couldn't just put cars. Down
1: oh down. yeah, you can't yeah. just go ba ba ba. Yeah. So it depends thought... if you're playing with a three year old or not, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: guess <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> my son oh, would God, definitely be do, like, do, to... do we have to support three year olds? that that's a a target audience (laughs) it might make the playtesting
2: a bit different i mean Stu, could you maybe go and get your your three-year-old to playtest with us because i don't think we can cover that angle if not i'll just
1: i'll just drag him in and he'll teach us how to play
2: yeah sign an nda and we're good okay
0: (laughs) my first thought is that the problem with um the way to solve uh people sort of like clashing over trying to draw cards from a deck uh, is to start by splitting the deck amongst all the players um and then basically the players are racing so they are um only having to deal with their own draw deck and their own hand of cards and their own potentially cards that are placed that are in play um
1: okay yeah, so was, should so we was... uh crack open okay. the mirror board and then uh,
0: yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, we we we, we have um, we, we did come prepared uh, let's Somewhat. let's go to let's go to Miro um, uh, there we go, oh, that's me video, there we go, um, so um, Miro is super useful for um prototyping ideas, um, let's start filling this space then, uh.
2: So I think early on we should decide if we're doing like a, a PvP card game or like like uh, what was just suggested where it's a game where players are given a deck and it's kind of like a, a race to see who gets to like build something first. Are we getting the players to like directly kind of maybe attack each other with these cards like a, like a, like a Yu-Gi-Oh style, uh, Magic the Gathering style thing? Or are we doing a, a card game where you're building towards something like a race style card game, I guess?
0: That that's a good one. The other thing that we could is do is we could give the players like a ten minute time limit, um, and then they could be potentially cooperating to try to accomplish a goal before the time runs out.
2: Within the certain task. Yeah, that so, could be really there's... cool. In like like if if it was like some sort of I know I don't would throwing out ideas at this stage, but my my first thing that comes to mind is like a bank heist style game where all the players are like using their cards to create, like, something as quick as possible and everyone has to achieve their, like, little objective with their deck within a set time. Like, one person's picking the lock and I have to get certain lock cards and everyone's playing at the same time to kind of race towards something.
0: Yeah.
2: I know, I know we don't want to get pinned down on a certain idea too too far, but... um.
1: Well no we probably do because uh, we don't have much time. <laughs> oh,
2: We've got fi- we got 55 minutes. That is that, is years. We we, that can, is years. we we can if
0: we we pick one we let's 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 get something in place and then we can iterate. Um. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: so
1: I so we're we're going to split the deck, right? Let's get that in
0: there that's yeah I think that's an easy way to uh, then then each player manages their own cards and like, mm. we don't get unless we wanted to encourage people to sort of like get in each uh, other's trade way,
2: between each other that, oh. that would... maybe maybe trade like if we're if we're leaning into the co-op angle like maybe like Ooh. when once the deck gets split Trading at the beginning and like yeah the, the debt like the deck gets split you've got a time limit and everyone needs to like get a certain set of cards but there's something stopping them from doing that, like, and and the mm. the kind of skill of the game would come from between like getting these trades done efficiently and quickly.
0: I I've got to say I like co-op stuff. I like it when you you're mm. trying to uh, collaborate rather than trying to backstab each other. uh So, <laughs> um, that that would be my preference.
1: Cozy vibes.
2: Yeah, let's get some cozy vibes in here. Yeah.
1: Okay, let's let's go co-op.
0: Um.
2: Okay. Um, cool.
1: I will add co-op into our
2: list all right race against the clock what we are doing <laughs> oh god that's the...
0: okay so uh if if it's co- what um should we should we start from the um, assumption that we've got like a standard 52 card deck cuz like we all know what's in that and and then and go sort of like okay what can we use from that to um what could you what could you try to like um collect out of a standard 52 card deck that would be tricky um if it if it's split three ways or four ways um so i mean if are you have you got to try to get like collect the full suit of all the hearts in your hand for example um but there are rules so if we the... if we
1: go down the bank heist route it could be you need to assemble a full team you need a getaway driver you need a lock picker and you need uh the uh, smooth talking face guy
2: <laughs> yeah and maybe the suits represent those kind of actions they could do so like the hearts yeah. uh so the person in like in, in the heist who's like the the smooth talking smooth talking guy who does whatever smooth talking guys do um maybe like you have to collect the full set of hearts to like complete your kind of goal and like we could put like a little narrative spin on that that's like i don't know oh um, yeah that's good that's smooth talking the bank teller to reveal them like some sort of timetable like when the guards on break or something like that um
0: i love that i think that really that feeds into the the idea of um having like a tight time limit as well um uh and
1: then we can also have different bank heists so like if uh a certain bank heist might need Smooth-talking guy to only get three hearts, as opposed to a different bank heist where he's not really needed. or well, where he mm. needed more, so you need more hearts.
2: Oh, and and maybe maybe if we're doing this like card management thing, if 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 it's a bank heist where um like if, if the smooth-talking guy like at, gets all four hearts, that's a fail state. Like on on a certain bank, right? Like on one on one heist, it's a win, and the other it's a fail. Like oh he, yeah, like, in you a bank heist, they, they many, need yeah. they need the lock picker to get a full set um and then they win but in another in another heist it would be like okay we need the getaway driver to get a full set uh and if one of the other people gets their full set before the person that's meant to it's it's a it's a fail state maybe
1: i like this yeah
0: that's i mean that sounds like um basically we we can um we could introduce kind of like um a little mini deck of cards that contains kind of like modifiers to the, to the game that change change the condition the win conditions and stuff like that so that's a great way of adding variety um so um so what's our our, our core mechanic then is basically if we if we if we have split the deck say we split the deck between 3 of us so we we've each got sort of like about eight, 18-ish cards um um in front of us um uh what's the rule gonna be so they you draw you draw a card I guess to if you mm-hmm. if you've got all you've got is a deck you've got to draw a card and then you can look at that card and then you've got to decide what to do with it what are you um because uh, what's to stop you just sort of like just drawing as many cards as uh, as you want how are we gonna um, give you that's a good yeah,
2: point to make. We, we I think we're forgetting about the real maybe real time <laughs> element of it. It just went straight into bank High's card game. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um Yeah. Uh Maybe like one person is constantly drawing like like it's like a constant maybe there's like a there's like a dealer but instead of like a like who's a set position in the game? So instead of like that just someone dealing at the beginning. There's someone who's constantly drawing and like rotating the cards around in circulation. Like they, they like they're constantly moved around the group.
1: Could it be that it's uh, yeah, Sorry. Could it, could it be that it's real time, but you still have to take from the deck, one and the other, one and the other.
2: <laughs> and that's turn-based, though, isn't it?
1: But it? it is, but it isn't. It's like hmm. you're
0: I, this, I is, think, this is the problem
1: that I had with, <laughs> with like snap. Well,
0: this is why this is why I like splitting the deck, and then it, 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 because that immediately means that what we've got is that if you've shuffled the deck, you've split it into three, and then like um, each of the players has got to assemble. Actually, this is where the like those like modifier cards could uh, come back in. We could have a set of modifier cards that tells each player what they have got to collect. So if um, so, for example, Tom, if you've got to collect like a full set of hearts. Um, if I start drawing cards, and I, I draw one, and I've got the Queen of Hearts. Then uh, you need to know. Um, so we, so the first thing that that we should do is like um, we should uh, share what our goal is. So like each of us is trying to collect a different suit, say. So then we need to um, say, okay, I've got the Queen of Hearts. Who needs that? Tom, do you need the t- Queen of Hearts? And if so, what are the rules about how how we swap you've got to give something away to get mm. to get the card that you want do you have to maybe give away two cards or
2: if you're talking about like having cards that have special conditions um so so like uh so there's one person who's uh saying or oh, i need to collect or like for example I've, I've got the queen of hearts i need to collect the rest of like uh the royal cards that have hearts on them so like the jack of hearts and the king of hearts um yeah Uh, And the Queen of Hearts, that's it That's the other one I forgot Um, So maybe, because if we're we're going for this real-time thing Maybe all the rest of the cards are in circulation And there's some cards that have special properties Like they either reverse the cards Or they block them or something We have to, like, stop them on the right bit Or is that kind of maybe too Hmm. complicated
0: I must admit I do like card games where the cards go Onto in, into play on the table, and you can you can create interesting sort of like configurations of cards. So you mm-hmm. can then like start using the cards like dominoes or something to sort of like con- construct layouts using the cards. Um, so maybe it's not just about collecting a set of cards, but actually building a layout of cards. But that that starts to get that starts to move away from a from a standard fifty-two card deck, and we're we're starting to create something that's a, a little bit bespoke
2: um hmm. maybe on the theme of um on the theme of like bank heist we could do like a cipher style ring of cards so, you know a bit like the like ring of fire the drinking game when there's like a there's a ring of cards all in the middle um and they're all face down maybe like so there's one card in the middle let's say it's the queen of hearts and you go all right so we've got to like, collect all these other cards, like, the rest of that suit, or the rest of, like, the the royal suit, I guess. Um, And it's not turn-based because everyone collectively kind of maybe picks up a card, like, together and then decides what to do with it. And it's less turn-based and more, like, there's certain actions that the cards do
0: for it. That is um, a great idea. I I actually really like that because um, the if all of the cards are sort of like placed face down and you're having to like choose one, when you're drawing from a deck, there's no choice, but if they're all face down, you've got to pick one, then um, there is the risk that we we could make it so that like there, there are fail states in there as well. So for example, um, if you, if you, if you turn over a spade, then you have to discard something that you wanted um, or, or it sets you back in some way.
2: I mean, without, he- without leaning too into, like, the drinking game rules, it could be, like, uh, it-, it inhibits your communication somehow. So if you pull out, like, oh, I pulled out a club, that means we can't use verbs or something. Like, we could we could go, like, a talking <laughs> kind of angle. Like, it-, it stops you communicating, but you're still trying to work together to, like, crack the cipher. But you pull out a card, and no, you can't make eye contact for the rest of the game. Like, <laughs> something something like that. So we could play into a more kind of, like, party kind of game almost angle. It's like crack um, the cipher together, but like as yeah. as you pull out cards, like it gets harder and harder to.
0: Real real time does lend itself to sort of like chaotic party game. I'll be honest. Uh... Oh,
2: what's that game where um, where where everyone tries to count to twenty, and if you ever but there's no order, there's no turn. So if someone like so, if I was to say one you guys one of you two would have to say two but you can't say or you can't like indicate when you're about to say two and if you both say it at the same time uh we have to go back to one again so maybe it's like the ring of cards and no one knows there's no turn so no one knows when you're going to draw a card and you can't indicate how but if two people move to draw a card at the same time the cipher is broken and you have to restart something like that
0: that's a that's a tricky one i think to to like for the players to decide amongst themselves that sort of like, Oh yes, we definitely both moved at the same time. I think it would yeah, probably true. be better to have more concrete fail conditions, like, like turning up like the ace of spades. We It yeah. might be enough to have just a single card in the deck that is the fail state, which is the ace of spades um, yeah, that's uh, or cool. something. J- that's just enough to give you uh, a, a, a big risk Um and it's a comparatively small risk because the chance of any one card being the ace of spades is slim, but the chance of getting through the game without turning the ace of spades at some point um, is higher. The other thing we could do is what if you, if you, uh, we could like add a memory element. So when you turn over a card, you can, um, uh, you, you maybe have to, you can do something based on what that card is. But we, it, we yeah, we could you can people yeah. can try to remember where certain cards were. Um Yeah, it's it's
2: like a So like... what if
1: yeah, what but... if there's a a cipher code to be broken um and it's a memory based game so you have to remember uh digits and you're trying to draw the digits out of your cards. Um but every like ten, twenty seconds you have to rotate like all the, well, the players get up and move around. Has to turn the like rotate the cards around. You know what I mean, so that you're not going to yeah. remember where it is because they've suddenly moved, or well, you've got to try and remember where they moved. And really
0: because you're focusing on your own
2: deck,
1: you're it's likely really to hard forget
0: to move the whole like layout of cards. Though, you
2: if you did to... it on a plate, maybe just like pop it on a big plate and just kind of or uh, what they call a lazy susan a lazy season yeah, yeah a lazy susan. Get lazy. It's a game that can only be played on a lazy season I really like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we that's, delivered that's in in the box,
2: obviously. <laughs> I like that though; it's niche.
0: Yeah, you can't fit a massive circle of cards on a lazy susan. In in uh, mm. in fairness, so in fact, actually, well, we we would be the, the producers
1: is... of both the lazy susan and the cards,
2: so you uh, can deliver well, whatever you, you want if
0: you sell it in a big sort of like deluxe kickstarter box set then you you could include the lazy susan but um
2: i like how we're already talking about like marketing it and advertising <laughs> it. yeah by the back the deluxe the is, deluxe lazy susan this is what susan i do edition. with every
1: project
0: <laughs> <laughs> how can we milk this for money <laughs> okay so um I don't know how big a circle it would take to put like an entire deck of fifty-two cards out, but it probably... no, no no
1: no 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 the site cy- the cipher is a select number of cards. Oh the, the right, okay, thing... yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so like the maybe it's goal... eight cards. It's the goal then to basically like turn have turn them all over at once, um, and so like the, the the object of the exercise is like you, you can flip a card um and then that if if it's a if it's a good card then it allows you to um it means oh i've got it
1: i've got it i've got it so uh the the cards um in oh my god oh no right? <laughs> so stay with us <laughs> the, the cards the cards that are in the ring yeah, yeah. will have corresponding cards so um, you get to flip one over and be like, oh, okay, so I need to find that in my deck. And then you flip it back and you try and find that card in your in your deck. Um, And if you have the right unlock card, then you can unlock it. If you don't have it, then maybe you need to trade. But, or you can okay. then flip the next card to try and find the, the, see if you can, so it's the first person who can go, oh, I've got that one. And then you're like, oh crap, I need to get that one. You know what I mean?
0: That's brilliant. I think we've we've suddenly got like a rule set now. So we've got, we should start Small writing this down so we in forget the this of cipher ring everybody the rest of the cards are like a split between the other players and then in order to um in order to break the cipher you, you need you need to like turn over a card and then play a matching card on top of it and then and then that that tumbler is locked so if you turn yes. over the queen of hearts and then you can play like another queen on it you've locked that tumbler um
2: yeah, that's Which, that's like you've, like a cipher. You've yeah.
0: Got to have the the queen in your hand, and then like maybe if you cannot, if you can't lock the tumbler, then maybe depending on what type of card it is, like it will allow you to draw another card from your deck or something like that. But there's rules about when you can draw a card. You can't just like pull the ball. You, you could. Oh, if
2: we're if we're not going turn base, like what? I guess you could just like pull as many as you can. I, oh, that brings well, us so back yeah, to so that you, time aspect. I, I think that, the like, rule would
1: you... be you you flip one, you try and match that one. If you can't match that one, you got to quickly move on to the next one. If if you have got a match, then it stays turned up, and you put your matching card down. But this also means that your competitor can now see the card they need to unlock that sofa that cipher yeah and the While chaos they it could comes still from... be searching for another yeah. one
3: everyone's gone, doing it at the same time so that's
2: where the yeah. chaos <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it is the first to crack the lock or something like that like yeah yeah and then like the chaos and it comes from everyone's flipping cards at the same time so you're mm-hmm. trying to watch your own cards and what you're flipping and what you can match with that and also keep an eye on the rest of the cipher because people are flipping yeah. them as well as as you go along
0: this this sounds like it could work I don't know how the hell we can play test it over Miro, though. Oh. <laughs> I
2: though. Mean, I mean, just just to answer that, what's stopping people... I mean, the thing that's stopping people as well from flipping over all the cards at the beginning is that, like, there's more stuff in play and it makes it harder for well, them if, like... So, you, you mean, you could go and flip every card open, but then you've got to keep track of everyone else matching stuff with them? So, like...
0: Well, this is what I was suggesting, is that, like, we want to, like, make people um, a little make it a bit of a risk reward thing so you've got to have a risk that every time you flip a card it could be a bad card mm-hmm. um which 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 is going to set you back um so for example if it is um if it's a spade then um it means that you have to um you have to like uh, discard a card and that might mean that um you might, you might have, have discarded a, discard a card that you needed that was essential to completing the, the, yeah. the cipher. Um, so that'll make people want to be a bit more careful but the, the trick is going to be figuring out what the rules are we don't necessarily have to use a, a 52 card deck once we've figured out roughly what the rules are we can then go sort of like oh this would work a lot better if we had slightly fewer cards and it's like fine yeah we'll, we'll make a I've,
2: deck. I've got it brewing so so just as a kind of like i kind of put a pin in what we've got so far it's a deck yep. where you're trying to break a cypher by matching cards so you're trying to, I guess, discard. Are you trying to discard your hand, like to by matching them with the one? So it's the first person to like get an empty hand. Because I cause don't what
0: think it. Might oh god! Be... Sorry. Sorry. I I think it's it right. might be fun to stick with the co-op and like you're all working together to try to um uh crack this. But you've got um but there's you've got to follow the rules about like when you can draw a card and how many cards you can hold. Um. So, the, the, those yeah. the rules are the thing that make it hard to just sort of like match them all. Because obviously, if the easiest way to to solve this particular setup is like turn over all the cards so that they're all face up, and mm. then um, uh, shuffle through your deck and, and like and place all the matching cards on top of them. So we've got to come up with ways that um, make it rules that make it harder to just sort of like match the, match the cards to them um so the first thing being that if if you can you can turn the card you can look at it but then you have to put it back down face down if you can't if you can't lock that tumbler immediately you got a match
2: sign with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: then um and then you've got to try to remember what's where um and i think that, that that's that's the first thing that makes it interesting um and then the next thing will be is like you've got this big deck how do you like work your way through that deck as quickly as possible trying to find all of the cards. So maybe there's... So a... this is
1: probably going to be, like, a, a multi-deck game, right? You'd have the Cypher to Break deck, which is where you get your random Cypher Break num- uh, cards. And Then you've got your um, key-playing cards that would match whatever the Cypher cards are, if that makes it, sense.
0: It could be, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we could...
1: But then... You, and the way that you would do it is you uh, set up your cipher ring and then um, you're you're allowed to pull five cards from those five cards you have to flip uh flip one of the cipher cards and see if you 've got a matching key if you don't uh you flip it back over and then you have to have a look at your hand and your hand the cards in your hand will tell you whether or not you can um maybe like pick up two cards but you, uh, and then you have to put that card down so that it's face up so everyone knows that you had a pick up two card. Does that makes sense?
2: So the win yeah. state is matching a card with with everything in the ring. Yeah. We've got yeah, yeah, so
0: like although it's not turn based, um there is kind of like a a a turn sequence that all, all of the players are cycling which is um like flipping a flipping a card, seeing if you've got something in your hand to match it, and then so then the 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 rule is I guess like if you if you do have something that matches, then you can lock a tumbler that's a win that needs to be a fairly rare, otherwise you're gonna very quickly rattle through all eight
1: so maybe maybe it would be a case of you need to unlock. Four of the of the eight, cy- well, yeah. If it's if it's eight ciphers, I think... you need to unlock four. We we could do it... it. Sorry, yeah. I, I so, just thought it, you... I just thought it
2: sound
1: cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you if you're the first person to match four, then you can unlock it. I think the other thing, the other thought that I had was a a good fail state, mm-hmm. which is alarm cards. So if you mm-hmm. get if if you if in your hand you end up with three alarm cards. And you've set off the alarm, and you've you failed. So every time you get an alarm card, you have to put down the alarm card and go, ah, damn it, I got an alarm card.
2: I like that. Um, if we're if we're um, talking about like what we're matching, maybe because um, there's what there's there's differentiating cards, they're different suits, and there's different uh, like then there's numbers, isn't it? So maybe if we're doing matching, so let's say this card here is a two of clubs. Like when you turn that over, it's a two of clubs. You pick up some cards from your hand and uh, into your hand, and you go, "Okay, I've I've got a two of diamonds, so I can match that two because this one's a two of clubs here. Uh, two club. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write. I'll draw some more cards out for this. This one's two diamond. So because you got because it's a two, you can match that together. Yeah. But now for your win state, let's say this is a three of uh, hearts and uh. You draw a four hearts. Uh normally you'd be able to match those two together because the suit matches. But because you've only you've already got like your number matching, you've just like decided to number match
1: here. Oh, that's good, yeah.
2: It's like, oh, okay, you can't match it with that. Like the ciphers already been clicked to to match with um uh numbers, number's instead not... of suits yeah, this time.
1: That's good, yeah.
0: Okay. That's that's a really interesting one actually, because um, <sighs> well because the numbers and suits are asymmetric um so there's only four suits and, and there's like 13 different um uh, numbers uh so well that's if we use that if we use a standard 52 mm. card deck yeah. but we could make we could make a symmetric deck that had like 36 cards or uh, um or something and then you've got like 6 6 we
1: would six definitely six have to spend time balancing <laughs> they're,
0: they're, they're oh, all, i mean yeah, unless, we, lots, unless we unless we it alternating
2: we matches yeah so like um so for example like because we if we if we stick with eight cards that's two fours right so we need we need uh four suit matches and four number matches to like mm. to break the cipher and they have to be opposite from each other so like for example if there's like the two of clubs and a next to it's the three of hearts uh you'd need to match like so if you made a number match there the the one directly next to it would need to be a suit match you wouldn't like let's say if you got another three there you wouldn't be able to play it because it's like Have to, it would have to be a a suit match next to it instead of a number match.
0: The only risk there is if it's positional, then you could get in a situation where you have um, you've number matched so you can you can number match those those twos up there, and then uh, the ones under the three of hearts, um, you might have um, uh, suit matched those, and then the the, there's a car, There's a tumbler in between those two that you can't ever match because, like, it, it's it can't be a number match because it's got a number match on one side, and it can't be a suit match because it's got suit match on the other side. Maybe that's so, where the
2: memory game aspect comes in. At the end, you well, flip them all over and you see if you've cracked the lock or not, and like you see if you've screwed up the kind of <laughs> the the format of it. Like,
1: but also that gives you another fail state, right? That means like,
0: uh, well, yeah, you you'd have to.
1: Because we, we you like really it, you it, want it a couple it, of fail states, fail because yeah. it's a fast paced game.
0: It's I mean it is going to be fast paced, but you don't necessarily want to sort of like. I kind of like the idea that like the 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 fail states are reversible because um, I think it's much more fun to it have like, setbacks that you can come back yeah. from than have just unexpectedly sort of like turn a card or do something wrong and sort of like oh you failed. <laughs> And do you know what just could a quick also heads up as well, we are we are half an hour in.
2: a no, half it's an half hour oh God. We just met. know what it would make this so extra far.
1: interesting would be if we also had a um a jailbreak card. So even if you did get the, the three alarm cards up, there yeah, there might still be a possibility that you get a jailbreak card. Mm. Or if you've already got a jailbreak card, it's the card that you want to kind of keep hold of. But that's taking up space in your deck.
0: Yeah. I think we've we we we've
2: got to figure out exactly what the... Oh, 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 cool. I'm sorry, just a quick thing. So Tom, Tom. all these cards, all these cards here in the ring are all face down. It's eight cards face down. We've got yep. to break the cipher. Um, Only one card in the ring can be turned up at any one time. So, and the rest you have to memorize. So you can, you can turn a card over or under any time you want unless it's been locked. So I turn this two of clubs up and I'm like, okay, it's a two of clubs. Um, I've got a two of diamond, I'm gonna match it like that, and you turn that first this card back over and keep that on top of it. That's that one cipher ready, and then you have to turn the next card over and you're kind of go you go three of hearts. I like that, right, you have to match something your, with that.
1: It lets your enemy know Um it doesn't let your enemy know which was matched. So they'll mm. they'll be like, Oh, it was either a two or it was a diamond they won't know what unless they've memorised it. What, we, we,
2: we're doing enemies. I thought yeah, it was, was like just a copy thing.
0: Like, we, we've got to pick whether this is co-op or PvP, um, and and stick to it because otherwise, we were doing like first person <laughs> to crack. Because um, hmm. uh, uh, if cause I I quite like the idea that like if you're cooperating to crack that cipher and like if you've got to crack all all eight then you can see how your progress is going you 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 know you you can um maybe it will be may depending on what we end up with, with with the rules it might be easy to crack the first few and then it starts to get harder because you you have to um i mean that's what we want really we don't want it to to like be hard to find the first few and then sort of like get easier towards the end because all of the cards have come out um mm. out of the deck we want it to um we want it to start maybe that's
2: where we can use the royal suits from so like maybe maybe like the cards in the middle can only be um non-royal suits and then there's a separate deck for royal suits and every time you pick up like another card into your hand you also have to pick up something from the royal suit which is like an action that can happen and it could be something like rotate the thing round or it could be like whop some of the card piles around, so that's way that way you start losing track of where things are a little bit more.
0: <laughs> that's just evil. Um,
2: <laughs> that could be pre- I think it could be pretty fun though. Like, a, so imagine, imagine like, swapping... like you turn this over at the beginning and it's like, swapping okay, tumblers. that's a two of clubs.
0: Swapping tumblers, I think, is manageable. I think like rotating the whole thing, I don't think works because, like, unless you have a lazy Susan, um, yeah, uh, so
2: swapping just... them around in different places yeah. based off. And...
0: If it's got to happen live, then you know we we want to, um, in some way, we want to kind of like, almost minimize the interactions with the cards. Otherwise, you're constantly going to be sort of like bashing heads over the circle. Um, Yeah. uh, So, uh, so so let's just visualize like a a a single player's sort of like game loop. Um, Yeah. They've got. um, You've got. Your own deck to draw from, um, and there's some rules about how fast you can draw that. So, are we saying that you can draw a hand of five, and then you yeah. you can you can then uh, you can turn a card, see what it is. If you can match it, then you can lock that tumbler. Um, what happens? Uh, and, and so what's the fourth you...
2: card suit? I've just forgotten suddenly. Sorry? Like clubs, hearts, diamonds, and what's the last suit? Spades. Eight. Spades, of course. Sorry, my brain just absolutely shut uh, down for a second there. My bad. <laughs>
0: uh, so, there I mean, go. obviously, we can reskin this with like, like, custom bank heist cards. Yeah, you know, for sure. End, That's hundred yeah. percent. As as um,
1: someone who works on aesthetics, that is a hundred percent what I would do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but it's just useful to think in in, in terms of a, a deck that we're familiar with. Um, so if you've got if you if you if you are able if you're lucky enough to be able to l- lock a tumbler you've you've ta- you've put one card out of your hand you can then presumably draw another card to refill your um your hand so that you're back up to five um what is the what is the penalty for turning a card that you can't match because not like nothing your hand doesn't change then if you can't match it do you just put it back down because otherwise you just cause you're just gonna that's, up going to end that's where out. the
1: memory comes in right because mm, you've yeah. you've now seen it and you have to if you've got something in your it, that comes into your hand, you could play. Like, oh, that would work on that cipher card, and then or maybe you if we're turn it over. The, but yeah. if you've turned over the wrong one, you're like, oh crap! Now I've got to try and match this one.
2: Maybe if we got that deck of like special cards as well, so like the, the royal suits. Like uh, if you turn over a card from the cipher and you can't match anything with it, you have to pick up one of those, which like does something like swap the position of the cards, or you discard your hand, or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's
1: a good idea.
0: I'm I'm just thinking what what um. Rather than a circle that everybody is trying to interact with, um, because we're trying to eliminate the turn-based thing, we we don't want people to be sort of like uh, clashing with what they're trying to to do. What if we split that circle up so that each player has a section of the circle, or basically like three tumblers each that yeah. they are trying to unlock? So you've you you can only you can only unlock your yeah, I like tumblers. That but you can maybe trade cards with other people yeah. Um, but you, yeah
2: um is there any kind of penalty for for trading or like is, well, is, is there?
1: Like... for trading though mm-hmm.
0: um yeah we Makes... need to we need to figure out uh... okay here's a thought what if the when you trade for, with somebody else you can only trade your entire hand
2: Okay, yeah. So it's all or nothing because it's it's, they're robbers. They don't trust oh. each other, so they do a full swap because like they would well, they didn't want to use them a little a little bit. Just
0: because if you if you are able to precision swap individual cards, um then like yeah, that 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 makes it very easy. But if like um if Stu has if Stu needs the queen of hearts and I've got it, um or like needs a queen and I have one, and then I can offer him my entire hand but then i get back like a completely unfamiliar set of cards and it yeah. means that you're constantly having to sort of like reevaluate. and you might remember that sort of like oh I... but i had the ace of spades and like i gave it to stew in that hand
2: yeah i like really i like that a lot to um, test this um... now <laughs> yeah yeah um it's, <laughs> it's a little difficult to to do so with this is, is there like card deck on oh, man this is actually where tabletop simulator would come in really it, handy yeah
0: it 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 would actually um although it, it's a bit cumbersome uh so yeah I, I don't know how uh, I've see.
2: got a pack of cards downstairs I could grab it, and then we could literally <laughs> just do it on my floor and I could mimic your turns
0: uh, try that
2: uh i'll gra- uh, i really quickly
0: run and grab that pack well, of cards with yeah, me yeah, okay.
2: this,
1: this <laughs> is this is the madness of uh it's yeah, this so is amazing. Weird,
0: isn't it? I don't actually have a pack of cards uh, to hand. Um, I have a tarot deck. Um, I've I've got an cards. entire.
1: I've I've got this. Oh, sorry, I've got this entire pack of Pokemon cards. <laughs> okay.
0: Because <laughs> this is the other thing that we, we, it, once we've got the, this um, um, th- these basic core rules in place, it's going to be yeah. really easy to like. You could make it so that like. The, the cards have like more than just sort of like suit and number you could put them you could make it complicated by saying like the the cards have got um they've got like a shape and the color um and some other feature
3: mel i don't that, know <laughs> that,
0: and you can and you can match like on any of those um uh properties uh and and that that's going to make it even harder to think about and and to remember what you've what you had yeah um but also that makes it very abstract so yeah it it might be better to
2: um if i'll be able to show my my table here it's a very (laughs) small space to to work off here um oh god pardon me oh yeah okay there we go so um (laughs) you're
0: gonna have to play for all of us it's brilliant
2: I like this. Well, we, you could we do a,
1: a one you can do the one player version.
0: Yeah, try try it as a one, yeah, as a single. Okay. Play. Oh no, we need to do it really two players, don't we? Um...
1: Well, we can we could just the well, it, be... mechanics function.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Because we every player is going to be breaking their own cipher, right?
2: Uh, did it to uh, be that... fair. It did say it never said this had to be a co-op game. This could just be a solo like turnless cipher breaking game.
0: Because uh, maybe yeah, if you're playing with yourself, yeah.
1: that's real time.
2: Yeah,
0: sure. Um That I mean, I kind of works. That makes I,
1: people play solitaire like mad.
0: Yeah, they do um, arguably that. That's a good uh, philosophical question: whether solitaire is turn-based if there's only a single person hmm. taking the turns. Um,
1: I've just it's realized a that thing, You can, right? you, you on can only screen. put down <laughs> what you can put down.
0: Um. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's the rules about where you can place things are what makes that make uh, patience difficult. Um,
2: so I've got a hand we, we, which We is... have a
1: similar thing here. You can only put a card down next to a corresponding right. yeah. Alpha.
2: So my hand is yeah. Ace of Clubs, King of Hearts and uh, King of Spades. Okay. So, for example, if I was to take up a card and go, that's a three of hearts
0: okay, so and put it
2: back down, would I we, be able to match my King of Hearts with there? A heart. Lock that with a heart, yeah. So yeah, that's so you... locked. Should we also
1: say that aces are alarm cards?
2: Aces, yeah, that's good. Aces are alarm. So I've got one, and this can't be discarded now because I picked so that one. So you have to put it face <clears throat> up. So it on... fills your hand up. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. We need to make sure that we don't haven't accidentally dealt any aces out into the cipher, though.
2: Maybe we keep them separately and then shuffle them back into the pack afterwards.
0: Yeah, that um, yeah, uh, that would fix that.
2: So. Yeah. So. So so then I draw another card yeah, up to fill my hand cards. up, Oh, and no, I got another heart, <laughs> I got another you ace. A, <laughs> two alarm cards. Uh, I think so. This is, this so two alarms. So, alarm, so I now can't. Like, I've got I've got one more chance. So I'm gonna so pick can, up that yeah, try and, try and it's a uh, ten of hearts. Ten I can't. Hearts. So you, I can't, can't play anything. So what's my penalty for not being able to play something here?
0: Um, I mean, you've I guess you've just wasted a bit of time.
2: I suppose uh, yeah.
0: Because the the other thing is, if we've got a time limit, if we've got like a sand timer running, um.
2: Oh, that's a space. Didn't we, say I can that match you...
1: that. Didn't we say that you should have five cards in your hand?
0: We did, but three Ooh. is sufficient.
2: Three. For... Yeah, if we do three and it's three alarm cards as a lose condition, once yeah. you pick up that, like you keep them in your hand, so they're like blocking up kind of spaces in your hand, so yeah. you can only tag one card out. I,
1: well, I had envis- envisaged Invisaged. it as like um, you don't have to keep them in your hand, but you do have to place them beside you face up.
2: Okay. I think I mean, they're not, take, they're not taking. They're not up space are. in your.
0: If we're going to swap them, I think the easiest thing is to keep them in your hand, and then when you because um, when you swap cards, it, it's easy to swap two hands. Um, because like, so, you, you, yeah.
2: So um, I've matched those three there. So well, so would that be that? So I need to pick up another one. So basically, need yeah, draw, I need to break all these ciphers without. Um, but then so... then basically, this just comes down to like, do I get bad luck? Kind of drawing drawing an ace. There's not yeah.
0: Well yeah. but this is um but this yes, is the Tom... thing if
2: we had our own created our
1: own decks then we control the frequency of there would be more than just yeah. the four aces uh, yeah. alarm cards in there but but tom's right that
0: this if if the the problem is like alarm cards accumulating in your hand then um there's very little you can do about that um so i guess and this is what get... I
1: thought it would be better yeah. if they went down beside you
2: then, unless like... unless you get like a jack or a king, or like you, how you were saying earlier, Stu, about there being like, maybe instead of a get out of jail, there's like a deactivate card. So like, for example, if I, if I pick up like a special card, like a, let's say like a, like a suit one, let's say I pick up a queen, queens allow me to discard one of the alarm cards from my hand and it like goes yeah. away after that. Okay. Because that way it's still there and there's that pressure of your hand getting filled out of alarm cards. But you do have like the safety of like, oh, I might pick up a queen next. Like that could save me.
0: And then we can play around with like the the hand size limit, which might change depending on the number of players or something. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, So let's try it with three. Carry on with three for the moment. See, I've already forgotten what that second one that you turned up uh, was. Oh, Um, yeah,
2: yeah. So. um
0: um, to be yeah, fair, that, I was well, not paying attention was...
2: at all. I just should probably keep so, those down um... so. as <laughs> well. I mean, yeah,
0: once they once they're um once the tumbler is locked, it doesn't really matter um whether you can yeah. see it or not. But so if you've got three, um...
2: I'm gonna say it was a spade. Like let's hope so. No, it was a heart. So there's nothing I can match of that. So my penalty would be picking up a card from like the the deck, I guess, which is like the uh penalties deck i guess let's call it um which would be a penalty and let's say that was um swap the position of that card with the one opposite of it so oh god um now that's moved over over there now
0: my only worry is that if we're doing this at high speed because it's not um turn-based then sort of like rearranging those like cards on the table is a, is a right fact clamoring match. all over each other gonna yeah lead, yeah it's going to lead to cards getting scattered um accidentally all over the shop so i think mm-hmm. um this is why i maybe
1: would... maybe you just have to swap it out maybe the penalty is um you have to put in a fresh cipher card
2: if you can't play you swap out maybe like so like i for example oh, i was, right so i could if you
0: can't if you can't match you have to you have to relock a, a, a one of the um, tumblers, yeah. Um, that could that's you turn that then, over. That to it also you, you're, more to, you're more likely to fail than to succeed. Um, aren't you possibly, but, but maybe not? Well, I guess it depends if you've got other people. Um, it depends on the size of your hand, for example. It, 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 having like an a, a, like four cards in your hand or five cards in your hand will massively increase the probability that you're going to. Um, uh, be able to match something. So, um, I we could.
2: Oh, this is cool, actually. Yeah. So if I so if I couldn't figure
0: out what the probability is. So um... if I
2: couldn't Mm -hmm. match that one, for example, I have to sacrifice one of these, and I go like, all right, that nine. Like, um, I have to put that down. So that new that new lock is that nine, ignoring that card now. So then, if I pick up another one, I'm going like, oh, I think that was a nine, but was it a diamond? It might have been. So uh, if I i kind of go oh is it a diamond it was a diamond okay cool so this one is now a complete like lock there and i have to go around and do that for all them but the, the difficulty is like you could pick up the alarm cards or you could run out of the deck basically and if you get to the end of the deck and you've you've screwed up all the locks like you can't you can't really lock it
0: like that because yeah you're right you can you can act you can so i've got these if you overdo it yeah it means that that you, you, it kind of discourages play the players any. from just like rushing through as quickly as they possibly can. Is that a club, yeah, because so a club. if they yeah. every time they get something wrong, uh, oh. it increases the chance that they're going to fail the game completely. Um, yeah, and that that will encourage them to actually try to remember what's where. And
2: yeah, so that's a club, like uh, a spade. There, for example, pick up another one. I have got a club. I'm like, okay. That I know, that's a spade. There, I'm gonna try this one. That's Queen of Hearts. There's got, nothing I can do to unlock it. So, that's a spade. In your hand,
0: so you can.
2: You oh, was can... it was, was it a spade? Oh, it might be. I'm holding a. Oh, I oh, I I, like I can't was... remember already. But this yeah, is the fun see, of the yeah. game because I can't remember already what I put down. <laughs> it might be a spade. If I turn it over, I can't lock anything. <laughs> it was a spade. Yes, so I could put something on that, and that's yeah, that lock oh, yeah, broken. So lock, there we go. So like
0: that one. That's, cool.
2: that's the that's like that's the game. I guess that's the game. We've got yeah. 12 minutes left. amazing. That's
1: fantastic.
2: Amazing. Okay, so now we need we need to like. Let's let's. I, let's I think document if, this. if I think if we can't play test it, i will just readjust my camera now. If we can't play test it um very well, I think we should at least because the, the um uh the others are, are gonna test our game out. I think so. We should write down these rules for it, and yes. then they can play yeah. test it for us. And if it goes that, horribly that well, be. then it's our win. We can, I guess
0: um, <laughs> we can have a play play around with. I, I think that means that it'll be fairly easy to sort of like. Tune the um, and and balance this game because, like, we can just t- like make your hand size slightly different or make the cipher yeah. more cards. Um, and that is, uh, it... do you know what? I, I think want are we... to, I want to open a spreadsheet now and actually do the. Match. Oh yeah, what are the chances <laughs> given a hand of three of being able to match another card from the okay, same cool. deck? Um, that's a so that's let's... a um, but. That means that we can, by by changing the the number of cards in the cipher and the number of ca- cards in your hand, we can we can adjust the uh, the difficulty and fine tune it. And then if we were going to reskin it um, completely, then we could uh, change it by making instead of just um, uh, like four suits, thirteen numbers, we've mostly been looking at suits, haven't we? Because that's, yeah. that's the easy one but we we could make it like a, a six by six um grid that we were trying to match and um, and like there's all sorts of ways yeah that that's could, the um tune the difficulty uh there so the question is whether it works whether it's actually fun for multiple players and can they play it and they can they do, can they do
2: stuff time? while everyone else is also doing stuff <laughs> yeah
0: so that'll be the the, the tricky bit is going to be: is it actually fun to go sort of like like no? I need a um. I've I've turned this card, mm. uh, and I need um. Can we lock it? You know, has has anybody got a card that will lock this? And and sort of like if so, swap your whole hand. Um. I don't know. It it, it really needs playtest, um, <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> to I'm actual. just gonna try and get these rules down as because i can, I, I have a feeling for this at the end of it
1: just just from what we saw there, we have a very solid base I uh things like that it, yeah yeah um, th- that that went that went from like chaos to working really like normally you'd expect <laughs> kind of your first play around to be like, no, that just totally didn't work, but actually <laughs> that uh, and we did do some tweaks on the fly, but still, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. um. This would be so much easier if we, if we were actually gathered around a table and we could we could just And of, we like, could play it yeah. We we'll worked out the rules we'll, we'll play it. Um, I mean how
2: how far how far away are you guys cuz I'm down in Brighton maybe we could like very quickly get on the get on the bus and just like meet up and we've, how got, how nine we got, <laughs> we've got 9 minutes. We have got 9 minutes to get for me to get to London right? <laughs> I have once uh,
1: cycled the uh, the London to Brighton and um... Ooh,
2: that's <laughs> something I always wanted to do. Uh, so players may turn and over it's, any it's card in the circle quick. at any time and try to remember the suit or number of the card. It then must be placed back face down.
0: Well, they can they can try to match it while they're looking at it. Yeah. But if they oh can't, yeah yeah oh yeah that, sorry that was the
2: thing um, yeah
0: if they can't match it then they have to put it back face down yeah um and and, and look and try another one um and so it, it should it'll be fairly quick to find one that you can match. And then, like as as you start to complete it, it's going to get trickier because you're going to need, um, like the, you're going to get down to the last two tumblers, and they're both spades. So, like any of the <laughs> other three suits is 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 useless unless it happens to be the exact same number. Uh,
2: if they can match either the suit or number, uh, they. Leave the card face up on top of it, and
0: are we yeah. going to say a circle of eight?
2: Circle uh, eight uh... seemed to
1: work.
0: Um. Also, are we gonna are we having a single draw? Um. Stack in the middle of the um circle.
2: Yeah, or I kind of like we... that the way it's in the middle and like everyone takes out from it.
0: I guess so. I like splitting it up because it, it means that you're not like. Clashing with other people, but I guess that kind of makes it fun if you've got to wait for somebody else to draw their card. Yeah, because it's like yeah.
1: Bananagrams. Yeah, the Bananagrams. You just have to grab from the, the pot. I
0: have, I have not played Bananagrams.
1: Oh my god, you have to play Bananagrams.
0: But uh, I mean, if you've played Escape in the Temple, <laughs> which is the dice rolling one that I mentioned, everybody has their own set of dice, so they can just like roll. Uh, you can just roll as quickly as you can, but y- you have to. You have to get a certain like you have to get a Yahtzee before you can like get out of a pit trap that you fell into um uh or something and so once you roll the correct um thing then but because it's obviously it's dice you might have to roll it twice to get that or you might have to roll it a dozen or more times um and the time is ticking all the time so um but everybody has their own dice uh, to roll out because that would be really painful if you had to pass those dice around because they yeah. get lost and stuff like that. If you're in control of your own dice, then uh, it's up to you how fast you roll. Um, but I think, yeah, it's probably simpler to have a single draw pile. Um, did we want to... Um...
2: Okay, so this is what I've got so far. Let me okay. just read this through to see if... to see. We've got yep, six yep. minutes, so I'm very aware of the time. Um, yep. I'm a little bit panicking. So, game rules. <laughs> Shuffle the deck and place a pile of cards on the table. Draw cards. Draw that should be... Draw, are we doing eight? Uh, let's yeah, eight, the eight cards. Eight the moment. Draw yeah. eight cards and place them in a circle around the pile. Uh, the face-down card represents locks and a cipher which must be cracked to mm-hmm. win the game. Uh, which must be cracked by matching their suit or number. Match? By
1: matching either...
2: Either suit or number to win the game. Uh, players draw three cards. Uh, players must ma- a player may turn over any card in the circle at any time to match a card from their hand with the suit or number of the card. If they can match either the suit or number, they leave their card face up and off of it, signaling they have cracked that part of the lock. If they cannot match either the number or suit, they must leave one of their cards face down on uh, on the card they couldn't match. This becomes the new lock.
0: That is... Really um, simple.
2: I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I really hope the so. the
1: only thing that is missing from that is the explanation of the win state, which is oh, yeah, that you um, have to crack all locks.
2: Once all the yeah. locks are cracked, uh, the players win. However, oh, we if we they have run to out explain of cars,
1: the um like alarm cards or uh
0: I'm not sure that uh, we need that necessarily. Need the alarm cards? Well, I, the, quite, I the quite like forfeit them, cards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can
2: maybe not the forfeit cards, but the, I think that we should keep the alarm cards in for sure. Um, well, like, a- like aces, aces are alarms.
0: I think that those are fantastic um, kind of flourishes to, to add to it. To because if, it's, if it starts to fi- if we if we had time to play test it uh, and it felt a bit stale, um, mm-hmm. then it, you could you could do things like adding these like. Oops, uh, extra cards in to um to create a bit more tension. well I just like
1: the idea that you might like be playing there with like two or three people and someone suddenly just goes ah damn it I've just got like three love cards so I'm out and then they like get to fr- frantically well they get to watch the other two frantically fight it out um providing it is like a isn't doesn't become a game that is l- really long and dragged out because if you're playing at uh, this Pectic pace, and they should yeah. should be but games that end fairly quickly. And if a you're player like, draws suit,
2: oh, well, they must keep it in their hand, uh, or they they must keep it with them. Maybe not in the hand, uh, keep it, keep it with. Must play them. the card face up to the side or something. I cannot just—they must keep it with them. Uh, keep it in front of them, maybe. It's I think not with.
0: Um, maybe if if the because if you keep it in your hand then like the chances of it depends whether we want the alarm cards to cause uh, like a single player to fail uh,
3: yeah.
0: or the entire team to, to fail if if that if you're playing co-op it would make more sense to just put the alarm cards out on the table so that everybody can see how many have been fired and in that case it might be like all of um uh if all four aces come out then if we're using a standard deck if all four aces come out then that that's
2: the yeah that edition. like if they've got freak, May- if they've got like two aces but like a- and everyone's going to start accumulating them over time and they're like less because there's no turns people are like oh yeah you should pick one up because you've got a few aces and they start doing them and then they run out of things to do and they're like okay but you've got one of the right cards like it, it kind of forces people to um sorry that was a sentence that was going somewhere uh, yeah <laughs> it forces <laughs> but also so to, like, the other thing is with
1: with the ability to trade cards with each other right um, maybe, maybe as part of the trading system uh, there's like honour among thieves or dishonour among thieves so you could say to someone oh have you got a heart card and they could be like yeah I've got a heart card you go, oh I'll trade you for, my, uh, for, a, for a card what do you need and then they go oh well I need a club card or a three or whatever and you go okay yeah I've definitely got that and then you, you trade but you might have just traded an
2: alarm card
0: Oh yeah, you're you're back to PvP again, Stu.
2: Yeah, you really want <laughs> people to fight in this game. <laughs> 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 all right, so so we got one minute. Let's just read that last little bit to see if it makes sense. So once all the locks are cracked, the players win. However, if they run out of cards from the center pile, they lose. Uh, if uh, we should also oh shit, we didn't put the time in. Uh uh uh, how many how many minutes are they do this? like uh, five seems a lot. You... Let's try three.
0: Five. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Five. Five seems. Reasonable. Let's let's try five. That all of these numbers can be tweaked. Um, Yeah, yeah. uh, Later on, and we we can't really like pick a a time without playing it. Um, Do we want to make a note that you have to separate the aces and add them back in after you've created the cipher?
2: Yes, yes. Um, The players must start a five minute timer if they correct. Do do you want to write? Does someone else want to write that at the bottom? Just because we've got fifty nine seconds, and I'm writing this bit. Oh my God! Players must start a five minute timer if they.
0: Uh I can't STU. edit it while you're editing it.
2: Oh no! I'd one underneath.
0: Uh okay. Uh
2: lose. I uh, I I got this, I just finished it. Uh shuffle.
0: It's probably best to to let you do it. It's cool. We are allowed to go over, remember. Are we? No, nah, we're doing it. We're doing They're it to the mark. We're gonna set, set an Stephen example. We're gonna are, set, set an example And it's fine.
2: <laughs> Take all the ace cards out of the deck. Before oh, I should probably put this actually further. I mean, up, technically rather than speaking,
1: we we made the game well within the time. We're just writing the rules down, so yeah.
0: Well, yeah. In in fairness, so yeah, it's it's frustrating that it's a it's a difficult one uh to um to play test um, online. But uh it really feels like there there's so
2: many. Oh god, that's so loud! Oh, sorry, the timer. Loud. There we go. Um, <laughs> That's our that's our hour. Well, so amazing. take all the ace cards out of deck, shuffle the deck, and place a uh, pile of cards on the table. Draw eight cards and place them in a circle around the pile. Put the aces back in the deck randomly. I'm going to add that extra word. You know we're over the timer. That's fine. Yeah, like cool. I said, we
1: we we designed and played the game before oh. our time was up. This is just
2: documenting. Frills, yeah, <laughs> And we we, yes. have we we need to come up with a name for it as well.
0: Um.
2: Um. I was thinking
0: Safecracker?
1: cracker. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fantastic.
2: <laughs> I was like, the words What's the word for a person who does the thing with the cipher in the bank? <laughs> Safecracker. cracker. Safe cracker's cool. Is there is there a word art yeah. on this so we can get a big bit that says safe cracker? <laughs> I like. Uh, I guess. I have no idea. Uh... There's there's pen. You can freehand pen it. <laughs> I can do balloon text. Yeah, I'll do that real quick.
0: <laughs> Just do it in Comic Sans. Uh, there we go. That looks no, really that's cool. cool. That that feels like uh, oh, oh wow, fantastic! Talk. I
2: couldn't be asked to the others. <laughs> We're yeah. getting one really cool letter. <laughs> um, as far as S, <laughs> nice, brilliant. With two exclamation marks, that's the game. Save Cracker.
0: Super. Cool. We should totally uh, publish this uh, on the, the Game of London website. And uh, um...
1: oh, I fully intend to market and make this game. <laughs>
0: We should. We should be splitting this... it three ways,
2: right? It's it should definitely raise. be
0: version one. These rules, because I'm sure, I th- although I think the core concept is sound. I think once we have playtested it, we're probably going to have to twiddle some of the numbers um, in order to. Mm. Yeah, it would need balancing for sure. But uh, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of numbers to twiddle there. There's the there's the time limit, the cipher size, the hand size, uh, the you know, we could tweak rules about swapping cards and stuff like that. We could maybe figure out like. PVP version as well as a co-op version, just for. Students.
2: Oh, we absolutely have to. <laughs> One of them is the imposter, and they're actually trying to trip all the safe things that so you have to, yeah. do it. Have to unlock Someone... it before. They inside they that, like inside so, job.
0: Uh, okay, so how can we fit NFTs into this?
2: Oh my god! Please, <laughs> do, not. <laughs> please do, no. do not. Please no. Please, cracker, now bought by Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Topical, topical for you there.
0: Brilliant. Okay. Well, fantastic. Thank you very, so much, Tom and Stuart, for uh, for joining us. Um, thank you, Ellen, Stephen, and Mark uh, from uh, the um, nice game. Nice game, dev? Nice games club. Nice, nice game games club. Tub. Sorry, I've totally blanked on the uh, podcast name. <laughs> thank um, you, nice thank games you so club. Much thank for you. The, uh, fantastic Thanks, prompt And uh, yeah, it's been it's been really fun uh it you know, really
2: was amazing fun <laughs> <laughs> i like that i love, always love that tension of a jam but like compacting it all into an hour was like really yeah. really fun I, I, you saw of uh, get a bit stressy fierce. at the end there but like um, i did have a really good we, time <laughs> we had to
1: kill our darlings really quickly we had to be yeah. like, no, no
2: no we did
0: uh, it was, i think it was only stressful for you tom because you you were the only one who could see the clock <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. that was actually funny to game. say that. It's a dissertation, a friend of mine did, where they, they wrote a dissertation on how a clock impacts people in puzzle games. Um, yes. so, um, so having that there in the screen, I think, was creating like a, a level of stress <laughs> for me um yeah. but you guys were just chill like having a great time and when i <laughs> yeah. said when i said half an hour was gone there was a, a real sense of shock that rippled through the group it seemed yeah i
1: was well for me though i was still a bit like oh really it's <laughs> like oh okay we still got a half hour we could do this so, like...
0: well i look forward to finding out what the uh, the other team uh, has done with, mm. um yeah uh, i'm guessing the same prompt um
4: do you imagine uh, if they I'm came up we'll the, to, like we'll the same to play
0: their game uh That'll be great fun. So um, until then, uh, if you've enjoyed this, please pop along to gamedev.london to uh, go and find uh, links to our Discord community and our podcasts, which are on uh, places where all good podcasts can be found. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.